Welcome to the Creative Faith and Friends Podcast, episode number one. Welcome to the Creative Faith and Friends podcast, where we talk about art and faith and what happens when you combine the two. I'm your host, Melissa Olson from PinkPaperPeppermints.com, and I am so excited to welcome you to episode number one of our brand new podcast. Today, we're talking about faith art and if it really is faith art or if it's just, well, art. And we're also talking about creative styles and how to find yours. And we have two fun segments at the end of the show that we're introducing, so don't miss the end. Well, welcome to the Creative Faith and Friends podcast. My name is Melissa, and I'm here with my two co-hosts, Lori. Hi, Lori. Hey, Melissa. And Jessica. Hello. Hello. And we are going to be talking about faith art journaling today because that's something that we all really enjoy. And when we were getting ready for this episode, we were wondering if faith art journaling is faith art journaling or if it's just art journaling, but because we're believers, it becomes faith art journaling. So we're going to talk a little bit about that and talk about what faith art journaling is to us. And when we were talking about it before, Lori had a really interesting perspective. So you want to tell us a little bit about that, Lori? Yes. If I can remember what my perspective was, (laughs) I don't consider myself a faith art journaler just because I guess really when I got back into the crafty world, it had nothing to do with my faith, though I have a very strong faith that really wasn't about my faith necessarily. It was just about creating and having a good time. And as I've grown in that, I've started to incorporate my faith a little bit more here and there as I go. So when you do a traveler's notebook journal, you're not necessarily writing out Bible verses or are you? Not necessarily. Sometimes I am. I have a real good habit of starting something and then never finishing it. (laughs) So remember we talked before about our supplies that we hoard. I also (laughs) like to start new things and then move on. So I have, you know, 42 different projects going at once. So I might start a journal thinking I will write scripture in it and I may for a little bit, but usually it doesn't last very long before I'm moving on to something different. Yeah, me too. I have a little bit of that. That was fun to start. Now, what else can I do? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. It's so embarrassing when I do a YouTube video and I'm like, okay, and then I'll show you the rest of this next video. And then somebody emails me a month (laughs) later. Did you ever do the net? And I'm like, I don't even know where that journal is. (laughs) That's hilarious. That's great. (laughs) So what about you, Jessica? When you think of faith art journaling, what do you think of? For me, I feel like the process behind all of it started with my faith. And I started Bible journaling years ago is where mine started completely. Mm-hmm. My whole inspiration for that was I'd been sick and was sick. And I that was my time with God. And I would get in my Bible and draw or paint. And after I had done that for several months, I moved on to actual journals. And so I, I still feel like my whole purpose in it is and y'all hear me say this like Jesus, like the <laughs> hashtag that you'll commonly see on my Instagram yep. post. My agenda is Jesus yep. behind everything I do. I want him present. Now, that doesn't mean that everything I have is going to have a Bible verse or a hymn or a quote that's um, scripture, scripturally, that's a hard word to say sometimes, relevant. <laughs> but 
the purpose behind it is my worship with God. And when I'm mm-hmm. creating, I just think about if there's beauty in it, then God created it. And that's him through me. If there's not, then that's not from him. You know, Melissa, too, while Jessica was talking, I was thinking about the fact that creating really does not come naturally to me. I have to work at it. Jess is talking about when she'll just sit down and spend time with the Lord and create out of that time. And maybe that's why I don't do that. It's not natural for me at all to create things. I will see something and I'll be able to create something similar, but I don't, it doesn't come from within. I don't think, you know what I mean? Like my creativity is more seeing something and then starting there and making Mm -hmm. my own spin on it. I think a lot of people start off that way. And I think that the more you practice and the more you make things, the more easily that comes to you. Mm-hmm. I think when you first start and you said that you just got back into creating mm-hmm. recently, you need a prime to the pump, as they say. Mm-hmm. You need a, a somebody to say, here's an idea. And, and I think a lot of people are like that. But I don't think that means that you're not naturally creative. I think that I means agree. you just mm-hmm. have to to work at it and practice. Yeah. Inspiration. Yeah. Yeah. And the more that you do it, the more you find yourself not needing that. But I think a lot of people still, one of the things I found so interesting when I first started learning how to do the digital art that I do is hearing other artists that were really miles ahead of where I was Mm -hmm. say that they have to look at inspiration pieces and they have to go to the museum and look at things or they have to just look at things on Pinterest that sometimes they need that inspiration. So I think everybody needs that. I just think it's a different level for everybody. Yeah. Well, that makes me feel better. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) And for me, we were talking about this before, but I just think of it as art journaling because when you look at people's art journals that don't necessarily call them faith journals, they're just expressions of what they're feeling at the time, what they're going through. They're just expressions of how they feel and what they want to get out on the page. But because I'm a believer, what comes out 95% of the time has to do with the Bible and with God and with Bible verses and prayers and things that I'm working out. I just, I can't do it without that. When I go to think about just painting a page, prayer just comes up in me. It's just automatic. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't know that it's always been that way, but I think that it has because I started creatively. I started with scrapbooking many, many, many years ago. And even on my scrapbook pages, I used to put Bible verses. If we were playing at the park with the kids, there would be a Bible verse about being outside or the Mm -hmm. trees will clap their hands or whatever. And I remember someone commenting on that to me, oh, you're really religious, huh? And I was like, am I? I don't think I am, no. (laughs) To me, I don't feel like that's religious. It's just such a huge part of who I am and how I express myself. And with that, I feel like sometimes I start out with a piece, have no intentions of it becoming a, in quotes, religious piece. But then I get close to the end and in my mind, a hymn comes out or a Bible verse. And that's when a lot of my stuff does turn into more of a faith art in the process of creating. Yeah. You weren't planning it, but that's just what comes out. Yeah. Hmm. So I guess faith art is going to be different for everybody. And we called it creative faith and friends because we wanted to talk about creativity and art and faith and friends. (laughs) So we're going to be talking about all of that in our future episodes. But today what we thought would be fun would be to talk about your creative art style And how do you find your style? People ask me that a lot. How do you find 
your creative style. And I think that it's very much a developing thing that it develops. Again, the more art you make, the more that style will develop. If you just Mm -hmm. think about making things, you're not going to get a style as fast as if you actually make something every day. Because every time you make something, you look at it and you go, well, I like that part, but I don't like that part. And Mm -hmm. it helps you refine that. Mm -hmm. And so I thought it would be fun for us to talk about what we think each other's styles are. (laughs) (laughs) Who wants to go first? Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) okay I'll go first I think Jessica you have a a really collage style you tend to do a lot of collage which I love and a lot of layers and I this is just my opinion you guys can tell me if I'm wrong and Lori your style seems very fun and happy and you always say that you don't think you're that creative but you do really creative things that I love. What did you just post from my, the March prayer oh, journal kit? Mm-hmm. You posted the little snail that you sewed. And I was yes. like, oh my gosh, so it's, cute. Yes, but of course I got that from someone else. Oh, I, yeah, you made it your own. You yes. sewed the snail. You didn't get that from someone else. It no. didn't occur to me to sew the snail when I saw. But then, what, but then when I saw yours, I was like, that's exactly what you should do with that snail. Is yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he's so cute. I know. I love and he's it. a he, even though he's pink. Yeah. Hey, he can be a he. Did y'all create a name for him too? No. Probably slimy or something. (laughs) So fun and happy. That's what I think your style is. Okay. Yeah. I could get behind that. (laughs) Okay. Want me to go next? Yeah. All right. I totally agree with your assessment of Jessica's style. I think, yes, Jess, you are real collage-y and very artistic. I oh, think I like very artistic. Yes. I love collage too. It's, it just kind of comes out. Yeah. But yeah, I see you're definitely different than I am in the sense of, I feel like you're just artsy. I don't know what else to call it besides very artistic, grungy, artistic. You use a lot of different elements and a lot of different products to make kind of a <laughs> whole that looks amazing, you know? Oh, thank you. I feel like it's very artistic. And then Melissa. I would agree that you're very happy, same as you said about me. I think you're very happy in your creating. And I love, I only leave strings on anything that I sew because of you. I love (laughs) all the strings from the sewing. I love everything hanging off. And I love that kind of pretty grunge. And I don't know what else to call it, but I'd say pretty grunge kind of in quotes. (laughs) I love that. Um, I love your style of pretty grunge and taking just little bits and pieces and making it something really pretty. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. I love pretty grunge. That's like my new favorite. <laughs> yeah, let's go with pretty grunge. I like that too. Uh, yeah, and I would agree with that. I was trying to think of a really good adjective for Melissa's stuff, but happy and joyful and mm-hmm. jubilant. Melissa and I have talked about this before. She likes her edges white and crisp. So crisp, a joyous, crispy artistic version um, <laughs> because she puts everything together so pretty like I don't yes. ever think to put things together like she does right but her pictures are always and her products are always so crisp mm-hmm. and then I take them and I ink the edges because <laughs> I, yeah. we've laughed about that because I have that grungies I like the vintage and the worn look mm-hmm. and so I usually take it and I add that and then but Melissa's products definitely fit her Yes. And then I take it to fit me. And I love that because I can do that with her stuff. Mm. And then Laura, yeah, happy. 
happy, bright, <laughs> playful. Her art and her creativity remind me of that. And we yeah. love doing the same thing, mm-hmm. but then it always turns out different because of yeah. our styles. That's yeah. true. That's very That's true. That's so fun. Mm-hmm. So if you're wondering what your style is, maybe you feel like you don't really know what it is or you don't know how to find it. I wanted to give you just a couple of tips for finding your style. So the first one is to explore. So just yes. just how we just kind of evaluated each one of our styles. Basically, you look at other people's style and you go, I really like that. What do I like about it? So for Jessica, she might say, I love how she always inks her edges. Mm-hmm. And so that's become something that she would absorb into her style. Or I use a lot of bright colors, but you might not like bright colors. So you might look at that and go, well, I really like that, but I don't like those colors. So you could take the part that you like and, and change it and use the colors that you like. Maybe you like mauves and browns. Mm-hmm. And so you add that to it. So exploring other styles is a really good way. Obviously, you don't want to just copy someone directly, but you just want to pull from their style what you like and then add to it. And you could end up taking something from 10 different people's styles that you like. And when you combine those things, it becomes your style, the thing Mm -hmm. that you like. Oh yeah. So lots and lots of exploring and then practice. You want to practice the more art you make. And it sounds so routine. I I don't know. Not routine. What's the word I'm looking for? Cliche. That's the word I'm looking for. Routine. (laughs) That doesn't even make sense. I got you. (laughs) Cliche to say practice, 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 but Really, the more you do it, the more you're going to see things. The more you try painting or you try stamping, Mm -hmm. after you do it 10 times, you notice this. And after you do it 20 times, you notice this. And after you do it 50 times, you notice this. And and you start to get better at it. And I think a lot of us do that thing where, well, at least I do. I'm not going to say a lot of us, but that thing where you do art in your head, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but you don't actually do it. You're like, Ooh, I want to make this and I know maybe I'll use this color paint, but then you never actually do it. Well, that doesn't (laughs) count because, (laughs) because you haven't actually created the thing that you're thinking about. So I could say anything. It would be, even if it's five minutes a day, just take five minutes a day and try and make something. Mm -hmm. Yes. I was going to say, and in that for me, A lot of the things I like the most have come from mistakes that I've made. Absolutely. I've thought, okay, I want to create this. And then I start and I'm like, oh, I didn't mean to do that, but I like it. Like, this is awesome. And then it kind of becomes something I do a lot. And I think that the mistakes help you create your style. Absolutely. Yeah. For sure. That's interesting, Jess, because I'm going to botch this quote, I'm sure. But I saw a quote earlier today that said something like, there are no mistakes. There's only opportunity for more layers. Uh-huh. I love that. I know. And my layering heart loves that. Yes. Just tear some of the paper and put it in That's there. Right. <laughs> yes. That's right. Yeah. And mistakes are also how you learn what you don't like. You know, you think you're going to like this and you try and you're like, I definitely don't ever want to use that color again. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I think not wanting to make mistakes is part of what stops us from figuring out our styles and what we like because you don't want to ruin this pretty paper or you don't want to ruin this paint or use up the last of this paint. And when I was able to start ignoring that, which I can't all the time, there are still paints that I will not open right now because they're just so pretty, (laughs) (laughs) but, but I'm a lot better at it now. And especially if I have this feeling like, Oh, I don't want to, I don't want to cover that up or I don't want to use that. To me, that's a sign. Okay. Then you need to cover it up. You Mm -hmm. need to use that because 
it's like that thing that's trying to stop you from doing it is the exact thing that you need to do. That's the thing that you need to do. I don't know if that makes sense. but Oh, it makes perfect sense. And I will tell you, I have literally sat at my desk and said, okay, just use it. You can buy more. If you need more, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you can buy some more. Just use it. And (laughs) it drives me crazy. Yeah. I've had to do the same thing where I'm just like, just cover it up. Just put, just cover it up. You can, (laughs) because you do something pretty and you're like, I don't want to cover that up, but You need Mm -hmm. to keep going. You have to keep adding those layers to get the depth that you want or to get the look that you want. So, yeah, I totally relate (laughs) to that. Yep. Well, one of the things that my readers of my newsletter have told me that they really loved was my fun finds, which I haven't done in a while. And I want to try to start sending those out again on Saturdays. But in the meantime, I thought that it would be fun for us to do fun finds at the end of our podcast. So we're going to each go around and share with you something fun that we have found this week. And it might relate to what we're talking about, but it might not. It could be an art supply or it could just be something cool we found at the grocery store or a website or an app. We're just going to share with you fun things that we have found this week. So Lori, do you want to go first? Sure. So when we were starting to talk about finding your creative style, I found this fun little website. It is mycreativetype.com and it's from Adobe, I believe. And it's actually I wouldn't say it described me perfectly, but it was a really fun quiz to take and gave me kind of some things to think about. So it was fun. I want to try that. That sounds a lot of fun. Yeah. And by the way, I will put all of these in the show notes. So you will be able to find those at pinkpaperpeppermints.com. You can go there and there will be show notes to the episode and it'll have all the links to everything that we talk about today. So Jess, what is your fun find for this week? Mine is going to be something that I've used quite a bit, but Tomeo River Paper. I'm probably completely botching the pronunciation of that because of my Southern <laughs> drawl. I've heard it as Tomoe River, but that's all right. I don't know what that, that's right. Yeah, it is Tomoe River, y'all. Anyway. <laughs> yes, let's go with that. Uh, uh, <laughs> Uh, I love that as a substrate for anything you do. So I feel like if you're trying to find your style or you have found your style, it is a great paper to work on. You can watercolor on it. You can use acrylic paints on it. You can use spray inks. It -hmm. is a tough, tough surface. It doesn't seem like it would be. That's so interesting. I know. It's super light. It's Mm -hmm. thin. But it is some kind of tough paper. Hmm. I love the crinkly sound that it makes, especially when you paint on it and then it dries. It's so crinkly. Do you have a good source for that, Jess? Or you can get it on. um, Well, I've got an Etsy source, so I'll put that link in there. Sounds great. There's also two different weights for it. So if you like a thicker paper that you're not going to see the pages under it, the 68 GSM, I think it is, is a a great weight. But the 52 is just as tough. It's just a little bit thinner. So now I feel like I really want to go buy some more. I know. (laughs) Moe River paper. (laughs) Some good stuff. Okay. Mm. Well, mine is a book and you might have heard of this already. It's by Austin Cleon, K-L-E-O-N. And again, I'll put the link in the show notes and it's called Steel Like an Artist. And he just talks about, it's not all about finding your style, but there's one particular chapter. I think it's the first chapter where he talks about how artists find their style and how they get inspired. And it's just so, so good. So I wanted to recommend that if you want a good art book to read, it's called Steal Like an Artist. 
Well, before we say goodbye, one of the things that we wanted to do was to have a challenge at the end of each episode. We thought it would be a fun way for us to all participate together in what we talked about. And so we thought for this first episode, we could all make kind of an inspiration journal. We'll make a journal and that will be what we will work on each week. At the end of the episode, we'll give you a challenge and something to create or to make or to practice on what we've talked about. And you can do that in your journal. So your first assignment for this episode is going to be to choose a journal that you want to work in. It can be one that you already have, or maybe one of mine that you already have, and you can print that out and use that again. And then just experiment with your style. And if you already know what your style is, maybe you'll create a page in your style. And if you don't, this is the perfect opportunity to experiment with that and explore and try some different things and see if you can figure out your style. And so Lori and Jessica and I are all going to create one of these inspiration journals as well. And we're going to try and share with you every week, either on our YouTube channels or our IGTV, or maybe just post pictures on IG of what we're working on in our journals. And we really hope that you will share with us and that you will tag us at hashtag creative faith and friends so that we can find you and we can see what you're working on. Yes, that would be awesome. So are you guys excited about the journal? I'm completely excited about us working on this together. So excited. So excited. We've got so many fun ideas for you of things that we're going to be talking about in future episodes. And I think if you've joined us for My Heart of Thanksgiving, it'll be kind of like that because we'll be working on something together, but we'll get to do it every week. Yay. Yes. So awesome. That's going to be awesome because don't you always get requests to do My Heart of Thanksgiving more often? Yes. Everyone's like, can you do it for Easter and Christmas? And I would love to do it for all of those, but you guys know how much work it is for us to put that together, which is one of the reasons why we wanted to do the podcast is it's just another way for us to connect with everyone in between my heart of Thanksgivings and have something fun to work on. Mm -hmm. And we get inspiration from it too, when we see everyone's pretty pictures and ideas. Yeah. It's so fun. So, well, thank you guys so much for joining us. This is technically our first episode. We did a welcome episode before, but this is our very first uh, full episode. And so thank you for being here. And we have got so many more great ideas to share with you. And so I hope you'll join us next week. And before we go, I just wanted everyone to share with you where you can find them online. So Jess, where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram and YouTube at Just Give Me Jesus and on Etsy at Choose Joy in Jesus. And Lori, where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram and on YouTube as Measure Once, Cut Twice, with periods in between all of the words. Okay. And of course, I'm at pinkpaperpeppermints.com. You can find my printables there. And my YouTube videos are also at youtube.com slash pinkpaperpeppermints. So thank you guys so much for joining us, and we will see you next week. Well, I hope you enjoyed the conversation today, and I hope you'll join us in creating an inspiration journal. We're going to have assignments for you every week, and it's going to be so much fun. You can find links to everything we talked about in our show notes at pinkpaperpeppermints.com slash 001. And if you have a moment to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts so that other creative friends can find us, we would be so thankful. Well, I'm Melissa Olson, and I hope you have a week filled with peace and grace, and we'll see you next time on Creative Faith and Friends.